Blog Talk Radio. Across the country and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tim Ventura, filling in for Tim and Julie Harris, and this is Real Estate Coaching Radio, your voice for unfiltered, full-strength truth in real estate today. Tim and Julie are taking a well-deserved break from the show this week. They will return next week, and in the meantime, we are talking about some topics that you're absolutely going to love. So today is July 1st. We are closing in on the day here, and uh, I'll tell you, up here in the Seattle area where I'm at, we've got some absolutely beautiful summer weather. Now, this is a live show, so if you want to tell me about what your weather is like or if you have questions for today's guest, give me a call at 347-857-1195 or write me at questions at realestatecoachingradio.com. Today we are going to be talking about Happy Grasshopper, a product that provides some pretty powerful follow-up solutions for salespeople. And Celeste Gruppman is joining us from Happy Grasshopper to explain why agents should really be using this in their business. Uh, But before we get to Celeste, if you do want to schedule a free coaching call, I'm on the roster, so visit free coachingcallsforagents.com and schedule your appointment today. There is no catch, no gimmicks. Just pick a time for you, click schedule, and it only takes a minute to do that, but the results will last you a lifetime. Now let's welcome our guest, Celeste Grutman, who can tell us a little bit more about Happy Grasshopper. Celeste, welcome to the call. Hi, Tim. Thanks so much for having me today. I really, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You know, Tim and Julie Harris love Happy Grasshopper. This is a product that Tim was telling me about just the other day. He said that they have gotten a lot of use out of this, and their coaching students also have. And so when we were discussing potential show topics, Tim said, well, you know, you should really do something on Happy Grasshopper so people understand, you know, how they could fit this into their business. So let me start out by asking you, um, if you could provide me kind of with an overview of what Happy Grasshopper is and maybe who your perfect customer is. Absolutely, Tim. Um, you know, Happy Grasshopper, um, you know, we use the word email marketing a lot because that's generally what people think of when we tell them what we do, but it's not really marketing. It's a keep-in-touch service to help any salesperson stay top of mind with their sphere of influence. And um, we created it about three and a half years ago, um, really just on a hunch that we could help people do a better job with their keep in touch. Um, People have been trying to do this for years. They send holiday greetings. They send um, cards. They send newsletters. And typically that space has been filled with a lot of stuff that's pretty junky, um, it's a lot of asking for referrals. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, it's a classic example of the 
Christmas message that says, um, I'm grateful for your referrals. Um, how about I'm grateful for our friendship? <laughs> so um, we really we really worked to build a system that would allow people to keep in touch in a much more personal way um, and really lead with that friendship over leading with, I like your referrals or I'd like to stay top of mind with you. Um, and ever since then, it's, it's worked out great. Our, you know, our, our perfect customer is a salesperson um, who really wants to build their business on referral. So somebody who's really interested in growing their sphere, really interested in connecting with that sphere and making them feel like the friends they are. Um, those are those are our perfect customers. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting when you described that. That reminds me of a quote, and I offhand, I don't remember who said this, but they said there has been a sea change in the way people purchase things. They said today's customer loves to buy, but they absolutely hate to be sold. I don't know if I agree with that 100%, but I'll tell you one thing that's for sure is when you were talking about like the holiday gift cards where it says, I love your referrals, I think that definitely salespeople, you know, I think all of us push, right? We want to sell. We want to get those new customers, you know, and sometimes it's easy to cross that line and actually end up turning people off. Does that kind of sound Absolutely. like one of the yeah, I mean, addressed? there's so much advice to salespeople, and we like, you know, we all get this drilled into our head every day, like, you know, always be closing, you know, <laughs> make sure to ask for referrals, and that's great advice, but if you do that constantly with your friends, it really tarnishes that relationship, um, and you know, top of mind awareness is a funny thing, um, you know. The, 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 I always use this example and it's it because it resonates so well with everybody. We've all had the experience of seeing somebody that we haven't seen in years at the grocery store or at a baseball game. And, you know, you talk to them for five minutes and it's great catching up. And the next day they call you and say, hey, my neighbor's um, looking to sell their house. Here's their contact information. And um, that referral didn't happen because – there was some kind of kismet there. That referral happened because they saw you after a long time. They remembered your business. And they well, probably had yeah. other referrals that they could have made over those other years. But, but you know, they, they just didn't, you know, they didn't get there. So we don't have to push so hard. We just need to make sure that we remain in their vicinity so that they don't forget about us. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I, what I was thinking was also that referral didn't happen because they have a refrigerator magnet that says your referral's welcome on the bottom, right? So, so I, you know, it didn't. And, and, they just saw you. They liked you already. They were happy to do it, but they weren't doing it before because they weren't thinking about you. Well, how did the idea for Happy Grasshopper start? What what really inspired the founder of this company to launch it? And again, three and a half years, so I guess this would have been right around 2011, right? Um, yeah, October of 2010, um, Dan and I started the the company, and we we actually um, did it on a hunch. Um, Dan Stewart had owned a CRM company um, for many years before, and I had actually worked for him as a consultant. And um, the CRM uh, service, it was a white-label solution sold actually through the coaching community. 
Um, and the what we were helping our clients do is really create these custom email campaigns. Um, and during that time, we ran across a real estate coach, and he said, you know, my agents, you know, your tool is great, but, but they need help with the content. You know, they, they really need help with creating stuff. And the stuff that, you know, we typically see that we're modeling ourselves after is, is just not right. Um, so Scan actually had the opportunity to sell that company. And we were looking around and we said, well, let's test this hunch. Let's uh, put some things out there and see, you know, what we can actually get results with. And so we started sending a lot of email for, for folks. And we really zeroed in on a formula of how to write a greeting that um, is going to get opened often, responded to often, and um, is going to generate that warm response that we're looking for from our sphere. Well, you know, if I could interject for a second, one of the things that I really liked about, you know, going through Happy Grasshopper was the fact that there are templated kind of baseline boilerplate messages that people can use and they can obviously they can customize those you know if they if need be but the thing that I like that is you know doing marketing myself and every marketing person I've ever worked with has this problem too you know it's it's not email number 1 that's difficult it's email you know number 101 and so the, then the problem becomes okay how do I keep this fresh and creative you know, and I don't really have time to sit down and focus on it either. So that was one of the things that I like about Happy Grasshopper is you guys, not only do you have a formula, but you've created, oh, I don't know, it looks like hundreds of clips that people can use to put that into action. Absolutely. You know, when we were working on the formula to get this right, um, we knew that we needed a couple of elements. Um, we needed consistency. Any other marketing program, if you're not willing to commit day in and day out to it, it's just not going to work or it's going to start to work and just as it starts to work, you're going to get busy. Um, and then we also wanted to add freshness. So, you know, there's a lot of systems out there that provide a lot of canned content. But that content sits around and, you know, I, I've written canned content in my time and it's, it's really hard to keep that stuff smelling fresh. Um, and so the messages that we provide to our users are actually about things that are going on here and now. Um, the content in our system that you're going to find today, you won't see it there next week, next month. Um, so, you know, and it, it's going to be about stuff that's relevant in people's lives, and that's one of the reasons for our engagement. Mm, yeah, you, you know, I, I think that's especially good, too. I mean, email is one of those things that tends to get passed around, right? And, you, you know, that, that and like you've said, it does, it goes stale very fast. And maybe that's just because today's information economy has so much change and transition in it. But, you know, stuff that sounds right today might not sound right tomorrow. So you're saying that, that you guys basically constantly, you know, update and replenish this then. Absolutely. You know, it's we don't always talk about real estate. Like I said, you know, our clients um, run the gamut. We, we, this is not a tool just for real estate agents. We have financial planners. We have voiceover artists. We have bankers. We have doctors. We have dentists. Um, and our content isn't about dentistry or real estate. It's about stuff that's going on in the here and now. Um, it's 
that's the stuff that's interesting to folks right now. That's the stuff that's going to create those conversations. That's also what helps our clients feel very authentic because we know that while they're realtors and real estate is a very huge part of their life, that they're also people and they find other things interesting. Um, so every conversation that, that they have with their sphere doesn't need to be about interest rates or um, the change in property values over the last three months. Sure, sure. Well, and, and hopefully, you know, uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I almost thought of that as off-topic messages. But, yeah, it, it helps to provide, it helps to humanize the agent, right? Um, and that's one of the things that I've noticed. I'm on several, you know, mailing lists, just the personal mailing lists for agents. And, of course, what you're talking about is known in the industry as nurturing, right, where you're sending them a periodic drip message of some type or other just to keep the person engaged and kind of keep the, you know, keep yourself on the tip of their tongue. And the thing that always troubles me is if those nurturing campaigns are too focused, then it starts to look fake, right? Well, yeah, that's, that's no longer nurturing. That's marketing. And there's a place for marketing in every salesperson's toolkit, but when it comes to your sphere, you know, you've got to handle those folks with with French gloves. Um, they don't want to be sold to. They're going to hire you when the time is right, um, you know, hopefully. And um, what you need to do with those people is just let them know that the relationship is very important to you. Mm, okay, okay. So it's not it's not targeted. And, and that goes to something that I saw repeatedly where if you have marketing messages, there's a strong call to act. And so they read the, you know, they read the message and it says, "Okay, do this now. Here's why. This is the benefit." And with what you're doing, it's more of a hey, how are you going? You know, how are you doing? Here's something interesting, you know, and, and it kind of draws them in, but but maybe not providing that strong call to action. And that, that would be maybe the difference. Absolutely. You know, everybody is not, it, it's, selling real estate is not like selling Snuggies or, or concert tickets, right? Like everybody isn't always looking to buy a house. And so if you send repeatedly calls to action to come search for homes on your website or to check out mortgage rates or to look at this new program to somebody who's not actively searching for a a home right now, all you're going to do is teach them to ignore you. So when it is time, they're not going to get it. And it, it, it might not make them angry. You know, hopefully these are your friends. They realize you're just trying to be a responsible business person, but it is going to teach them to ignore you Um, because when we send people stuff to people, you know, we talk about relevancy. I hear people all the time saying, well, this isn't relevant to my business. And I say, no, but it's relevant to the people who you're sending it to because they're people of the world and they like to laugh and they get touched by human interest stories and they celebrate the 4th of July. And so these are things that are interesting to them because they might not be interested in real estate right now. Um, it's great to, to send that occasional market update. It's great to send out a notice if something's going on in your community that affects homeowners. You know, you should be that person who's providing that information, but you don't have to do it every week, every month. 
Well, yeah, yeah, and you know, and the other thing is taking into account when folks read this, right? They're they get home from work, they're tired, they're trying to relax, they're going through their emails, and so you know, the last thing that they want is a solicitation, basically. Whereas with nurturing, <laughs> it it helps them relax and it draws them in. It sounds kind of like that's what you're describing. Absolutely. Well, you know, let, let me back up a second here and go back to uh, kind of the question written up here. Why email? Because I think that email has gotten a bad name over the last few years. Uh, you know, and that started with the can spam compliance laws, and I think that email started to kind of the reputation started to go downhill after that. But I think another part of that is um, you know, with the rise of social networking, the Facebooks and the LinkedIn's and things like that, I think that there's a perception among people that um, I want to be working my social network, but I don't want to be using it. So you have a quote on the website from the Direct Marketing Association, and they're talking about marketing emails. But for those, they say that for every $1 spent on email marketing, there's a $40 return on investment. Uh, can you tell me anything about that? Absolutely. I mean, that statistic is, um, I think from January of this year, it's a very new statistic. It's not from 10 years ago. Um, and, yeah, I mean, email has not been the new kid on the block or, or the cool, shiny object for a really long time now, right? Um, we used to love it. We used to make movies about it. Um, but, you know, everybody has email. It's 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 not fresh or interesting. So, so people stop talking about it a lot. Um, but, Email, you know, remains the number one business tool, um, the number one tool that anybody uses on their smartphone or their computer. Um, everybody still has an email address. It's the thing that gets checked before Facebook in the morning when people wake up most often. Um, and it's email is an interesting tool because when you're talking about Facebook, you're talking about a communication that is one-to-many, right? You're posting and it's very obvious to the world that you're sending this out to everybody. Um, whereas email is a one-to-many communicate or is um, a one-to-one communication that you can automate out to many. So when you send somebody an email, it's a conversation that's private between you and that person. Um, so when we were launching this tool, one of the things we wanted to to find out is if we could create better engagement actually through email than we could through social media. Um, mm. And so we did a lot of testing and, you know, from our, we would post things on Facebook and we would get 25 replies and we would send that email out to the same group of people and we would get 10 times the response rate. There is well, you know, something that I've, happens I've, when I've you reach same, out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've had the same I've had the same response, and, and, you know, it seems like in the social networks, um, you know, it's a different type of engagement, I suppose. Um, and, and so I, I've definitely had the, the same response that you're describing. Email seems to, it seems to work very predictably and very scalably, whereas with social networking, it, it often seems more hit or miss, I guess. Um, Absolutely. And now, social networking is amazing. It's, um, it seems like we kind of have this um, – 
one or the other mentality often, and um, it doesn't need to be that way. If you have a, an active Facebook page, if you really enjoy your social, you know, your Twittering, <laughs> um, you know, if you really like to engage on LinkedIn, that's fantastic. Um, and there's no reason that email can't layer nicely on top of those other activities. Um, there are different mediums, and you're going to be able to engage a different section of your audience in those different places. Wonderful. Well, Celeste, we are going to come back and discuss integration, not just with social media, but I'd also like to touch on CRMs and things like that. But we need to take a quick commercial break first. So we'll see you and our entire audience on the other side. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you are asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach. A proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. And welcome back, everyone. I'm Tim Ventura, filling in for Tim and Julie Harris. 
And this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are talking with Celeste Grutman from Happy Grasshopper, and she has been explaining to us how this unique email nurturing technology for salespeople can really help build relationship over time and, and how it can start conversations with people without being salesy. Now, um, Celeste, one of the things that we were talking about just before the break was CRMs and social media. I, I kind of threw CRMs into it. I'm wondering if you could tell me about integration there. Um, absolutely. You know, um, for Happy Grasshopper, we have um, integrations with several tools, but um, this is a this is a great tool that you really don't need to monitor on a regular basis. Um, it's something that you want to use with your sphere. Um, your sphere is growing every month. It, it absolutely should. And so the way the system works is every three weeks we um, send out a notification to you um, that says, hey, there's new content waiting for you. Our um, clients log into the system and they see those 10 um, unique messages that are about stuff going on right now. If you logged into our system today, you're going to see some stuff about 4th of July. You're going to see um, some human interest stories. You're going to see some appointment setting messages. So you've got a variation of stuff picked from. Um, you'll be able to edit that message before it goes out, and then you'll be able to update your database. So what you want to do is add people that you've met out networking that month. You're going to want to add past clients to that new folks that, that you want to start building a relationship with, and then that message is going to go out. And the only monitoring that it really needs is that you need to watch your inbox because you're going to get replies every single time one of these messages goes out. And I think that's the thing that shocks our clients so much. The first time they use their service is they go, oh, my God, I've been sending a newsletter for 10 years to these 400 people I've never gotten a single reply, and I got 40. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, so that's really, you know, that's the integration that you need to really focus on is that every time one of these messages goes out, you're going to have a lot of people replying back. And, you know, for this to really work, you're going to then have to make the next step and reply back and keep that conversation going. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I was thinking that, that, see, and this would be something I might struggle with, get that reply back, resisting the urge to instantly launch into your sales pitch. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, um, and it's it's funny, though, because the replies that you're going to get back are going to be so personal that it's going to be easier for you to step into those friend shoes because it's going to be somebody replying to a message about 4th of July that's, you know, saying, oh, you know, my son is still um, in Afghanistan and thanks so much for remembering our veterans. Um, you know, you're going to get those kinds of things. And then it's like it's so easy to say, oh, yeah, these are my friends. You know, these are people who I care about. Um, so it's actually a great way to be able to step away from that sales and just say, hey, let's build some relationships. 
Okay. Well, in terms of bringing people into the tool now, is this something where, like you'd mentioned the database, right? And that's, you know, again, the past client center of influence, the sphere of influence. You know, there are many different names for it, but I actually like the word database. I, I think that Val- Valerie Fitzgerald, who is a very top-producing uh, Hollywood uh, agent and broker, she calls it database, Um how do you get that into the tool? Can you import that from, from, from like, your CRM, or do you need to kind of load that in as a list? Um, we have several ways to do that. So we do integrate with several CRMs, um, not all of them on the market. If you need some help with that, you know, what we find is a lot of agents have those contacts in five or six places. They're not just in one place. So they're in your MLS. And then you have a few just in your Outlook or your Gmail. And then you have, like, another database that you've got from your networking group. And so what we provide is what we call white glove service. Um, And there's actually folks that you can call who will answer the phone right away. And they'll help you sort through those contacts. They'll help you pick the right group of people to send to. They'll help you organize them, sync those CRMs that do sync or do the exports that you need and get those contacts uploaded and clean and fresh and ready to send for you. So um, we really wanted to provide that high-quality service. We think that it's something that, you know, more and more often these days, it's hard to find a phone number on a tech company's website, and we really wanted to make it easy for our clients to get started. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know that's something that Tim and Julie Harris are, are giant on as well is, yeah, the, the customer service aspect of it. And, you know, I'm glad to hear that that's such an important part of your business as well because I know for agents, you know, agents come from all sorts of technical backgrounds and have different degrees of knowledge. And <clears throat> quite frankly, most agents aren't technical people. They 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 you know come into it as a sales profession from all over the place so it's it's good to hear that you provide that you know that one-on-one service for them absolutely absolutely we're we're happy to do it well one thing i wanted to ask about was acknowledgement messages and i'm a little bit fuzzy on these but would an acknowledgement message be like for instance if someone emails if someone emails me or maybe they use a contact form on my website and they say you know tim i'd like to know more about uh this or that or you know hi my name is bob i'm interested in real estate the acknowledgement message then that would be more of a reply right to say we got your message is is that describe how you approach those absolutely and so what we've What we're moving away from is um, we've been talking about our core service, Happy Grasshopper, uh, and that's our sphere engagement tool. Um, What you're moving into when you start talking about acknowledgement messages and leads generated on your website or maybe you're using a service like Trulia or Zillow or Builter.com, that is a product that that is um, kind of a newer product for us. It's called Position Me. And so with that product, we, you know, our clients were so happy with the engagement we were able to help them with their sphere that they started saying, hey, you know, can you help me with my lead conversion? Can you do the same thing with my web leads? Because it's sometimes really difficult to get those folks on the phone. 
Um, and so with that product, um, we follow, you just mentioned Acknowledge, we follow a system of Acknowledge Position or Capture Acknowledge Position and Nurture. Um, so with that product, you know, we're especially talking about integrations, um, we've actually set up a system that will help our agents capture leads from all over the web. So whether you're getting leads from Tiger Leads or Truly or Zillow or on your website or at open houses, um, we can pull those leads in automatically into our system and start conversations with them. And, yeah, the, the first part of that is just acknowledging immediately when that lead comes in that, hey, there's a real person they're on, you know, they're on the way. We've got your information, and they'll be calling you shortly. Your business is really important to us. Um, and that sounds really basic, but it's sometimes a lot easier to say than it is to put into practice. So we've really made that easy for our clients. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, you know, and that timely follow-up, and I think they say voice follow-up, right, with a call back, but, you know, email follow-up as well. And, you know, the sooner they get it, and I think the more polished and ref- it is, the better in terms of response. And uh, from what I've Absolutely. read, it's, it's, yeah. Well, so it's good to know then that, that if people come in the door using Happy Grasshopper, so to speak, you do have other products to kind of extend those capabilities out there. Um, well, you know, let, let me – I want to switch gears just a little bit. Um, can Happy Grasshopper send different messages to people based on their interests? And I, I – I guess this would apply maybe to acknowledgement, but also to the nurturing campaigns as well. If I, you know, if I have a customer, Bob, and he likes fishing, right? He that's that's his thing. Is there some way to mark him in the system for messages related to that? There isn't, um, and the reason for that, Tim, is that the messages that we send are really about things that are going on right now. Um, so instead of telling our users, hey, you need to slice and dice your database into 15 different groups and send this targeted message aimed to each different group, we say, hey, you know, everybody in your database, they're a human, and they care about the stuff that's going on in the world right now. Um, and so, and you also, they're also interested in a lot of stuff that you don't know they're interested in. So by giving a variation over the year and a lot of things to choose from and leading with things that you're interested in as well. You know, when you're coming into our system and you're picking these messages, you should be picking the things that are appealing to you because it's going to be very authentic and it's going to help you continue to have those conversations with people. Um, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of like watching a commercial or seeing an advertisement and getting really excited about a product or a service or or company, and then you interact with them for the first time, and it's completely different than what you got excited about. And it's there's a real turnoff there, right? So, hey, you know, I'm Bob, and I love fishing, and you've been sending me all these articles about fishing, and then I want to have a conversation with you, and you've never held a rod in your life. <laughs> so, um, oh, I see. Really yeah, wanted to, yeah, yeah. We want to help people start conversations and find those commonalities. Um, find those things that we all share and we all care about. Um, savvy marketers have known this for years. It's why Coca-Cola has 
polar bears in their advertising and they focus so much on Santa, they really find those shared human experiences and say, us too, you know, we care about the same things and um, we share the same values. And that's one of the biggest things that we have to tap into to build trust is, hey, what do we have in common? Well, and that's that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, ultimately, Happy Grasshopper is about building and maintaining that trust, which can be a real challenge because, you know, it's possible, depending on how that relationship began when you first met them, and then, you know, you may not see them for months, right? So that that sounds Absolutely. like what, yeah. It, well, it's when we started, Tim, so many of our clients were having to approach folks that they had sold homes to a year or a year and a half previously and help them with a short sale. And that's not happening as much anymore, which is great, you know. Um, but those were really tough times, and it was hard for them to figure out how to approach those conversations. And we said, hey, you know what? You were their friend then. You're their friend now, and you're going to help them. So, you know, let's just say, hey, I'm still here for you. And it had a tremendous – and it still does. Well, now, in terms of the way the messages actually appear, um, do they have, because I know that, that like our CRM, it puts unsubscribe and can spam compliance links into the messages. Is that something, do those require them because they're one-to-one and they're not bulk? Or, or is that something that's required and you've handled it in kind of a different way? Um, no, we we um, help our clients put the Cancium compliance um, and the unsubscribes in all of our messages. We really believe in that. Um, whether, there's a lot of systems that are coming out now, and they're saying, well, hey, these, um, especially these autoresponders that go out when somebody, um, you know, first opts into a website, they say, you know, this is just, we're just doing automating this for people. But I think it's really important to respect the fact that somebody might not want to get email. And so I think, you know, often we're we're kind of scared about people unsubscribing for our our campaigns, but I look at that as an opportunity to have another conversation, as an opportunity to say to somebody, hey, I saw you unsubscribe for my newsletter. Um, You know, that's no problem, but, I, you know, I wanted to know what's the best way for me to reach out to you. Are you still interested? So it does give you an opportunity to really show that you're respectful of them and to have a conversation about how you can help them better. Sure, sure. No, that, that makes sense. Well, now, if if they're using other email, and again, I should apologize if I'm digging too deep into the technical aspects of that. Part of it's my bent, but I'm also interested in you know how it how it how it works with things. And now, if they're using another email, does how would they work this? How would they use Happy Grasshopper? And again, this this goes for me because we have you know different email systems for different things. The CRM has one mm-hmm. built in. The the acknowledgement messages come through a different system. Is that something that a lot of people do? Do they use it with other systems? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, many of our clients send other email communications. Uh, many of them use like a market snapshot or um, type product, or they still do send their real estate newsletter. Um, they like this as that personal touch along with the other information that they're sending. Um, and the nice thing about our system is we use um, the, the same technology that, that all the big um, email marketing companies are going to use. It's called an email spoof. Um, and so when our messages go out, 
even though we're using our servers to send them so that we get that high deliverability rate and we're able to get into the inbox, we're still using your email signature. So when somebody replies to you, it's just going to go back into your Gmail account or um, your Outlook account, wherever you're used to checking your email. So all you're really having to do is monitor, hey, these replies are coming in. And, you know, hey, my message message has been sent because I'm getting this stuff and start having those conversations. Um, there's, you know, there's a new, um, some new stuff came out recently. Um, AOL and Yahoo started blocking the technology that we use to send. So for those clients, we provide another email address that they can use if they only have an AOL or Yahoo email address. So that's another thing that we encourage real estate agents to do if they haven't already move to a branded email, it really is something that, that would be great for your business. And we can also help you, you know, set something up like that if, if that's what you're wanting to do. Oh, okay. And then you, you guys provide statistics for, for uh, users as well, right? We do. You know, for every message that you send, we're going to tell you who opened it, which messages bounced, um, who unsubscribed from that message, who clicked on a link in that message. And you'll be able to really, you know, dive in and say, hey, you know, so-and-so is really engaging, or this person hasn't opened four of my last six messages. I wonder if their email address changed or something changed in their life because they used to open it. So it's really a way to kind of look in and say, hey, so-and-so has been, you know, really engaging here. Maybe I should give them a phone call. Or so-and-so kind of fell off and they used to engage a lot. I wonder if something changed. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, Celeste, I'm I'm getting ready to close things up. You know, I, I really appreciate your bearing with me, especially with some of the technical questions. I don't want to bore the audience to tears, so I, I think the, the note to leave them on is that this is about trust and nurturing and creating that relationship, maintaining that relationship. But I, I'm wondering, do you, do you have any close thoughts for folks? Um, you know, I've, I use this in my own business I have for years. Um, I've seen how powerful it is for our clients. And so why do they decide to, you know, try out Happy Grasshopper um, or to kind of go this on their own? Think about who's in your sphere. First, 200 people who you know, who you know would send you referrals or do business when they had a chance. And find more ways to engage with them on a regular basis. Um, consider using email. It's a fantastic way to do it. It's cheap. It's easy. It provides a lot of data, um, data that you really can't get most other places. And, um, you know, you're, we hear it time and time again from our clients. They're like, wow, I sent this message and somebody who, you know, I haven't talked to in three years is reaching out to me about buying a home or selling a home. And, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for, something that could instantly improve your business, dive into dive into your old email accounts, dive into that shoebox of old business cards, figure out who's in your sphere, and start reaching out because it really will have a huge impact on your business. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Celeste, thank you again for your time. And to everyone in our audience, thank you again for your time as well. I appreciate everyone tuning in. We are again closing in on the, the July 4th holiday. And so, uh, 
you know, if if you do get involved with Happy Grasshopper, this might be a good time to do it. Do a little bit of holiday nurturing there. Absolutely. Are- I mean, you could you could sign up for the free trial on our site, and you could send a, a Fourth of July message on Fourth of July. Um, it it'll take you about half an hour to get that organized, and it's a great way to test it out and get back in touch with people, especially over this holiday. Oh, wonderful! And the URL for that is Happy grasshopper.com and we, we're going to put that up online so everyone will be able to access it there but again it's happygrasshopper.com well Celeste thank you again for your time and to everyone on today's show thank you as well and I will talk to everyone tomorrow afternoon thanks so much this program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Редактор субтитров А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова